0: Well, praise the Lord and God bless you this evening and welcome to the Tabernacle of Deliverance Sunday evening service. I'm Pastor Wells and I'm excited about what God is doing for us, with us, through us, in the midst of us, regardless of everything going on around us. And I always say every service, I'm excited about what God is doing for us in the midst of us. Every single day. Well, I'm excited. I'm down in the beautiful city of Tampa, Florida. Amen. I'm excited about uh, being down here. I've been to Orlando for a week, and now I'm in Tampa for this week, and returning back home next week, Lord willing. It's just exciting to be saved and excited to enjoy life. One more day. Get out. Get some fresh air. It's a little chilly down here, but it's another day. And God has brought us amen that's 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 used to be a song we used to sing it's another day that the lord has brought us and the lord has brought us another day so i'm excited about that bow your heads with me for a moment and let's pray father god in the name of jesus i come before you this evening asking that you save, deliver yourself free strengthen the people to walk with you oh god give them a mind to serve you another day we glorify your name in jesus name amen get your bible I'm telling you, it's another day to rejoice in God and magnify him for his greatness and the things that he's been doing. This week, we want to finish up on the topic, pride. Pride part two. Last week, we spoke about pride and what pride, how pride starts in a person's life and how it wrecks a person's life over time. It's just interesting to know that You don't have to be bound up by pride, malice, and all that other good stuff that people get caught up in and they can't get out of. It's a blessing to be able to be free from that because it's God's will that we be free, that we live free. We live for God each day. Amen. I'm just excited. Get your Bible. We want to run first. We want to run over to back to Job chapter 33, verse 17. Job chapter 33, verse 17, I wanna read that for you, hold on. Okay, I wanna read that for you. Okay, get your Bible, always King James Version. Job chapter 33 and verse 17, listen to what it says. That he may withdraw a man from his purpose and hide pride from man. Let me read that again. It says, Job 33 and 17 says, that he may may withdraw man from his purpose and hide pride from man. Now that's something to think about. God wants to hide pride from us. Look at that verse, look at that verse. It said that he may withdraw man from his purpose. Now, that's something to think about. There's a purpose for everything under the sun, but God wants to withdraw us from our purpose. Now, everybody says, this is what I want to do or this is what I'm going to do, but God wants to withdraw us from our purpose that we don't get wrapped up in pride and get lost. God wants to keep us safe. God wants to keep us delivered. God wants to keep us healed, but the whole thing is, what is it we want to do? God said he want to withdraw us from pride. He wants to pull us out of pride so pride does not be our destroyer. That's just that's just something interesting to think about because it's telling us what God had desired for us. He wanted to pull us out of pride. He wants to withdraw you from your purpose first. Why? Because if he withdraws you from your purpose, he can hide you from the spirit of pride. But some of us, I don't care what God tell us, but what God do, we're going to do what we want to do. And now you, re- you really read and study about pride. You realize pride is always before destruction. It's always before fall. It's always before disaster. I've never seen pride come before victory. Never, 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 never. That pride doesn't come before victory because it brings whoever it is that's involved in pride. It brings them down. It don't lift them up. It doesn't lift them up. It brings them down. God is not the author of pride. See, this is one of the things people have to make a mistake with. They think that God goes along with everything. They think that God is in everything. That's so. When you really read your Bible, you're going to find out God was not in everything. God wasn't in sin. That's it. let's start. let's go back and think about that. Where in the world did pride come from in the first place? But let me think about this. where did pride come from? Man didn't start pride. He learned pride. He embraced pride, but he did not stop pride. He did not stop pride. It is the same thing, but that's Lucifer that got kicked out of heaven. He's the one that started pride. He was the one that started pride. God isn't the one that started pride. It was Lucifer that started pride. Man didn't start pride, man just embraced it. Man embraced pride because it makes you feel good. Man will follow lie because it makes him feel uh, more better than you when he can lie about his position in life or what he has or so and so to impress people. That's, that has to do with pride. Pride is something that destroys the very character of the person. Pride is something that brings people down. Pride is something that manipulates people. That's, that's, that's something you got to think about. Pride brings the person down. It doesn't lift them up. It brings them down. Look at that verse. Let's talk about that verse one more time. Look at that, look at that. Job 33 and 17, look at what the scripture says. That he may withdraw men from his purpose, man from his purpose, and hide pride from man. Withdraw, withdraw, pull you out pull you out of your plans, your goals. You say, well, why would God want to do that? Because he wants to hide you from pride so you don't go down the tube. Because every plan you've got is not for your benefit. Every decision you make with other people is not for your benefit. Understand that pride is something that comes in. Once you get in, it's hard to get out. It's just like a person start using drugs or get on crack. Once they start using these drugs, those drugs start manipulating them. And they got to have more, and they got to have more, and they got to have more, and then they, they realize they're hooked on it. That's pride. That's how pride works. That's how pride's been working so long. So what happens is, People get wrapped up in pride and can't get out. They, they feel that I've attained a certain position in life. So I don't feel that uh, I have to answer to the lower people. That's pride. Now, they may not have always been that way. That's why I tell you, man isn't the one that started pride. He just embraced pride. He just followed pride. A lot of people don't understand that people embrace pride. Pride, it'll destroy He's not your friend. He's not your friend. He spent time manipulating and destroying what is around. That's the spirit of pride. Friendships have been destroyed over pride and arrogancy. Let's look for a little more at that verse. That he may withdraw man from his purpose and hide pride from man. He wants to hide it. He wants to do something for you. Now, this is something interesting to think about, that God wants to do something for us. Everybody said God don't care about me, but yet God wants to change your purpose. So you can be hidden from pride. Let's move on. Let's go now to um, Daniel chapter five. Let's go to Daniel chapter five. This is an interesting story here, in Daniel chapter five about pride. Daniel chapter five and verse twenty. But when his heart was lifted up and his mind hardened in pride, he was deposed from his deposed from his uh, uh his kingdom, his uh his kingly throne, and they took him, and they took his glory from him. I'll read it again. When his heart was lifted up, and his mind hardened in pride, he was deposed from his kingly throne, and they took him from his glory. Now listen to this. This is about King Nebuchadnezzar. King Nebuchadnezzar was a mighty king. I mean, he was a mighty, mighty king. But King Nebuchadnezzar got lifted up in pride and arrogancy. He became hardened. Listen to this. He didn't just deal with pride. He was hardened in pride. You know when a person is hardened in their ways and hardened in drugs and whatever they do, yeah, they're not changing. This was King Nebuchadnezzar. He knew that God, he wouldn't acknowledge that God gave him all he had, but in the end he had to. And because he was lifted up, two things. He would lift up in pride and he would harden it. Now, this story here resonates to his son. His son went and did worse than he did. See, you 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 gotta you gotta really look the, the, the path that you set for your children. You really got to look for the path that you're setting for your children on the way in which they should go. The Bible said, train up a child in the way it should go, and when it's oh, it will not depart, but I'm gonna tell you something, like I constantly tell people about that. Stop getting upset with God because your children don't get saved. Boom. God said, if I train them up in the right way, they would go. Well, make sure you had lived right. Make sure you told them the truth. See, there's something in there. And then each child has to have a heart to be saved. You can train a dog how to jump a fence, But after a while, that dog may not want to jump that face. More. That's what it do with training is to show the individual the way to go. It's like with any job you're going, they show you they're supposed to train you how you're going to perform the job correctly if you've never been trained. Well, listen to this. Pride is something that builds on. It's just not all in one big shabam. Same thing with training. Pride is something that builds on. It's not just all in one day. Oh, he's so prideful. No, he had to work to He became prideful. It wasn't all in one day. It wasn't all in one second. And over time, he started tampering with pride. And then he began to accept pride, being prideful more. This is kind of nothing you tell He became more and more prideful of what he done and what he achieved. I did this, I did this. That's pride. I did this. I destroyed these countries. I did this and I did that. That's pride. Pride and arrogance. But his king and children were lifted up in pride. But the Bible says his mind was hardened Nothing you could say, and this is this deals with people as well. You got to learn how to turn people over to God and leave them there. Stop taking it back. You're not the savior. And this was the case of Nebuchadnezzar. Nebuchadnezzar. I don't care what prophet came to him and said, Up saith the Lord let me. like, yeah, whatever. Get out of my face. That was Nebuchadnezzar. That's how he was. But it took God. You can, that man was hardened in his ways. The king was hardened in his ways and he wasn't changing. But here is the thing God, at the last second, God removed him from his throne and put him out there with an ox that wasn't letting me shrug. You see, the thing about God, he knows how to bring down the most prideful person, the most arrogant person. He knows how to bring them down and put them in their place. God knows how to make the adjustment. We try to do We're going to fix this and we're going to fix that. You don't have to do that. You need to learn how to turn things over to God and leave it there and go about your business. You want healing, you want deliverance, you gotta learn how to take your knees to the Lord and leave it right there. And don't, don't go about your business, do the very best you can going about your business, but don't keep taking it back from God. Pride. I feel I can fix this myself. There are some things in our power that we are able to correct and there's some things only God can correct. I'll say it again. There's some things in our power that we can correct. And then there's things that only God can fix. But yet we're trying to fix the things that God's job is to do, and we want God to do our job. That's where it's all crossed up. Right? This king was hardened in his mind, meaning that no, regardless of what was shown to him, what was said to him, he wasn't going to change. But here's the flip side: his son. Went and did worse than he did. His son was so hard and cry to the point where he took went and took the vessels of the Lord and came out getting all his friends used those vessels. Now his father just took them all and put them away in the house of his God but his son was so hardened and corrupt his son went and took those uh, those vessels those cups those bowls those gold and silver bowls or whatever it was he went took them and shared them with his friend they want to know why there's a hand writing on the wall you got you got to get yourself together and don't be foolish this man this, this young man was foolish but when you look at this story it's really interesting it's really interesting when you look at this verse. It says, "But when his heart was lifted up and his mind hardened in pride, that he was deposed from his kingly throne, and they took him, from, and then they took his glory from him." When your pride is exposed, you're stripped. We have a we have a, a, a congressman in New York. That's all he do is lie all day long. It's like nothing. Keep making up all kind of lies. What's gonna happen after they go through the ethics com- uh, committee? They're gonna probably strip him of everything and he'll be out of office.
1: What happens
0: about pride? Pride brings people down. You keep on pushing the pride. The pride is gonna bring you down to where you really at. Cause see, pride, When well, thing about pride, it makes it puffs up your head. Listen to me, beloved. Pride puffs up your head, making you think you better than this body, you better than that body, and so on and so forth. You better, I got this, and you don't have that. That's the kind of thing that pride makes you think. That's the kind of thing that pride makes you subject to when you're thinking you got this and you above everybody. Let's take a look at something. For well, years, I've always heard people say, I want to be rich. I want to be rich. I want to I want to be rich. I want to have millions of dollars. That's all I've heard really to hear people say they want to be rich. I want to be rich. I want to be rich. Well, over the years, I've come to find out being rich ain't important. It's being wealthy. There's a difference between the two. Everybody say, I want to be rich. I want to be rich. I want to be rich. That's just pride showing. I want to have millions of dollars so I can do whatever I want. I can spend all my money, whatever I want. But the wealthy don't think that way. The wealthy quietly invest in what they're doing and go about their daily business. They're not trying to impress nobody. But people trying to get rich or die trying, trying to get rich. It's a big difference. It's the same thing as people that go to church and people that same. Anybody can go to church. It looks good. It makes you look good because you're religious. Could you go to such and such cathedral or, or you know Bishop so and so and so and so It looks good. But there's two different things of being a church goer and being saved. Two different things with two different results. And it's the same thing with the rich and the wealthy. Everybody say, I want to be rich. I want to be rich. For what? The wealthy have caused, created generational wealth, the rich don't. All they do is brag about what they got and spend money. Church goes, all what they do is brag about they go to so-and-such church. Well, myself, I come from a big, famous church. I had a famous pastor. Uh, the building is now one of the first uh, uh, landmark churches in the state of New York. All I know is one of the biggest, uh, most popular things. One million, a million of dollars. However, that doesn't equal eternal life because I went there and I knew the pastor personally. That doesn't equal eternal life. It simply means I went there Pride makes fools out of us Try to have you think Well I'm over there I'm better than them so I know I'm going to heaven And you haven't even accepted Christ as your personal savior Pride is a tricky one Pride is the Pride eats on And manipulates until it overcomes That's why The scripture talks about how prideful This king was He was hardened and mind, was hardened in pride his mind was so hard in pride that nothing nobody could say. Only God. This is what I'm trying to get you to understand. There is something that only Almighty God has the ability to do. You could talk to a person, listen to this. The Bible, when you read the Bible, it tells us the something that we do. But we try to do the whole thing. The Bible says some of us plant some of us water, and God gives an increase. Well, some of us want to plant, give the increase, okay? We want to do it on. We want to plant, we want to water, and we want to do it on, we don't want to, to give increase. It doesn't work like that. Pride has to be removed out of your life to the point where you can move and flow as God moves and flows. You have to have, uh uh, uh God at the center of what you're doing. You got to keep pride out that door. That's why the other scripture talk about God wanting to change and withdraw you from your purpose so he can hide you. We used to sing a song in the Word of God, I have a hiding place. Why? Because that's where God wants us to be hid. He wants us to be hidden. Hid. That's why I say, going to church. Building does not equal eternal life. We got millions of people that go to church now that the church is back open every Sunday, every Friday, whenever the church door is open because they said, well, the scripture said whenever Paul, uh, uh, David said whenever the uh, house of the Lord was open, I want to be there even I'm a doorkeeper. He was trying to tell you, you could do all that but you need to be saved first. You need to know the God and whom you're going to his house first. How are you going to somebody else you don't know? How are you going to somebody hang out somebody's house every week and you don't know something wrong with you? Let's talk a little bit more about pride. Let's move on. Pride is pride is something that brings people down. Let's go to Proverbs chapter eleven and verse two. Let's look at that again, Proverbs chapter 11, verse two. Listen to what it says. When pride cometh, listen to this. When pride cometh, listen. Then cometh shame, but with the lowly is wisdom. I'll say it again. When pride cometh, then come shame. Why? Because of pride, a lot of times are based on pride. Pride is something to puff you up, make you more than what you are. That's pride. And this is what happened with these people. Pride lift them up. But when the pride is exposed, they look all good. You look all good. You pivoting and tipping and you tipping and, whipping and you're looking good. And then all the people around you all excited. But then when you're exposed, then the shame comes. You know, we 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 have a joke uh, 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 amongst uh, some of us about preachers, bankers, uh, whether preachers, bankers, and politicians and the police. Here's the thing: when the politician, the banker, and the preacher get exposed when they're doing dirt, the first thing they do is start crying. Oh, I'm so sorry. Oh, oh, I shame my family. Now, they knew what they were doing wrong all along, all of a sudden, because they got exposed and been shamed. Now they doing the, the famous pity party. So to make it like they were they so sorry for their family. Now on the other hand, when the police get busted, they don't shed a tear, they don't say dirt. I've watched many police officers get accused of things and busted for things. You don't see them, oh, I shame my family. Oh, I shame the departmentals and them. The politicians, the bankers, and the preachers. These three, they'll get out there doing all kind of corrupt stuff, but at the end of the day, they'll have a famous pity party on TV. Oh, I shame my family. Oh. While you was doing all this stuff, and some of the, most of the time it's on gone for years sometimes, they never thought about it the shame that they will bring on their family. Why? Because pride had them doing this. It made them feel better, and they could get away with what they were doing. They felt they were in a good position. Nobody ain't going to find out what I'm doing. I'm going to keep on doing it. They start with something small, and they keep on doing it. I never forget the video of the pastor that they showed. It was shocking. They couldn't figure out why every time they did it to a service, whenever he preached, the offering dropped. The money disappeared. They couldn't figure it out. So one Sunday, they put the video cameras in the office. And all you could see him doing is, is his money, sticking all the money in his pocket. He actually sticking the money. it's on the video. It's going, and he's sticking the money in his pocket. Sticking the money in his pocket. It's shocking. So they exposed him. Would you believe the man said, "I didn't do did that." Even though they showing him the video, they saying, "I didn't take that money. I didn't do it." And they showing him the video of him stealing the money. <laughs> Pride. I mean, it's mind boggling. They're showing you the video of you stealing, and you got the nerve to tell them, "I didn't do that. That's not me." Pride. Pride is a mocker and mocks you. When you get exposed, you shame, and then you're still trying to fix it, and you're still trying to cover your mess. That's right. People walk through life doing prideful things, damaging people, damaging companies, damaging people's names, because of pride. And then when they're exposed and brought down, these, these people will break down and cry like little babies, like they didn't do nothing wrong. That's how pride works. That's why the scripture said to bring shame. Look at what the scripture says. Look at what the scripture says here. Proverbs 11 and 2 said, When pride cometh, then cometh shame. So you get wrapped up in pride. You sure are going to be shame. You be prideful and play, church, and just be a religious person going to church and never accept Christ as your personal savior. Never really get to know God. And then, hey, you're going to be shame. You're going to be the one that's shame. But listen to the, what the rest of the scripture says, but the law, lo- but with the lowly is wisdom. Why is he saying that? Is he talking about low-level people? No, he's talking about people that humble themselves mm-hmm. under the mighty hand of God, and they obtain wisdom to do things successfully. See, people got this imagination that uh uh uh, uh you just go to church and stuff and And God don't get involved in this. God wants to be involved in your life. He wants to give you wisdom to complete projects that you have, things that you need to get done. He wants to show you how to be better financially with your finances. He wants to show you how to be more of a a contentable person that can get along with people. He wants to show you how to be a better you. That's what God wants to do. Now, here, let me pray for the broadcast. Father, in Jesus' name, I touch every little soul. As you touch every little soul watching the broadcast today, oh God, save the liver and make free. Break the yokes in their life. Meet the need in their life in Jesus' name. But listen God wants us to achieve our goal, God wants us to move forward and be successful. God wants us. God wants us to achieve everything we want in Him, not in ourselves. God wants you to rise above the obstacles, but you've got to humble yourself. God wants you to be who he already said you are, but you got to work towards it. Pride blocks God from working with you. I'm gonna say it again. Pride blocks God from working with you. He he won't deal with you. That's why Lucifer got kicked out of heaven. Lucifer got kicked out of heaven because of pride. Got lifted up. I'm, I'm gonna lift my throne above God's throne. Pride, is just, just pride alone. It wasn't that he took one third of the angels with him. It wasn't that, it was pride. Now, let's talk about the Garden of Eden. When Satan talked to Eve, you must understand something. Adam already instructed her about that tree. Adam was already instructed of God about that tree. Adam had named every animal and critter in that garden. See, say, why am I saying that? Listen to that. When Adam followed Eve and ate of that tree, pride came into play. Why did pride come into that play? They now knew that they was naked. They were prideful. They didn't want to see the Lord to see their backside showing. They didn't want God to see them now, even though the Lord God Almighty created them. He already knew what they look like. It was no secret. <laughs> it wasn't no secret. But to them, their eyes now were open. He knew he was naked, and he knew his wife was naked. Now pride has fully taken, taken control of them to the point where, oh God, the Lord is going to come down and I don't want him to see me naked. That's pride. God already knew what they look like. It was no secret. He's the one that, it's not like they came from another universe and they would meet the Lord. He's the one that created them. That's how pride have you thinking to cover up what you did wrong. And that's exactly what took place there. And that's exactly how pride works today. Pride to have you cover up what you get wrong, and the more you know, what I found out, the more you cover up your sins, the worse the matter gets. The deeper and deeper and deeper you get. That's pride. That's something to think about. Here it is. God created them, and they hide because they're naked. We can't let the Lord see us naked. I'm naked. We can't let Him see us. And the Lord walks, even though the Lord already knew them, the Lord walks through the garden and says, Adam. Now the Lord already knew where Adam was. It wasn't the secret. But he wanted to hear Adam answer. got to understand how pride works. The Bible says pride is before shame. It brings you down. It cuts off the blessings that could have taken place because you started doing things you should not have. So you knocked out those blessings trying to impress people, you become prideful, holding your head up, you're better. It's a difference. Listen to this. It is a difference when a person is uh, uh, pleased with their child. He got an A plus. Oh, I'm so happy for him. My son got an A plus. It's a difference when my son got an A plus, and my son is 100% better than you. He's smarter than you, and you got a fast that's not victory. That's pride acting up, telling you to make you tell, let them know your son is better than theirs. But the other way, the right way, say, my son got an A that's I'm so happy for him. I'm on him to continue and succeed. That, that's it. But pride gets in there. You want everybody to know your child is better than theirs. That. That's pride. And it's going to bring shame. But she'll probably have forcing that child to do a lot of things. And that child will rebel and start doing things that bad both of y'all. Understand how pride works. It's always and always have and always will be before shame comes. But with the lowly, there is wisdom when people humble themselves. You know what? Today, most people have no idea what wisdom is. Most people don't know what wisdom is. I talk to many people, they don't even know what wisdom is. What you are talking about? I'm serious. They do not know what wisdom is. By wisdom, this world and understanding, this world was founded. It takes wisdom to really succeed effectively, legally in this world. It takes wisdom to be able to have a small income and pay all your bills. It takes wisdom. It takes understanding how to buy what you need and shut off what you don't. Not going out, I want a Gucci bag. You're going to buy a Gucci bag and you ain't got enough money to pay rent. That's not wisdom, that's ignorance. They're different. Ignorance is from the devil. Wisdom, true wisdom is from God. Right. He tried his best to consistently impress people. It does it best to show you're better, you have more and you'll obtain more than them and you have not even considered. It's gonna bring you down in the end. Pride is a mocker. It's a worker that does bad. Hmm, interesting corny message of mind about pride. The fact is, and the truth is, it's true. Pride brings more people down than anything. Why? Because they embrace it. Once you embrace pride, it follows you wherever you go and it gets in all your business. It gets in everything you're doing. I can't tell people you got six months to mind your business and six months to leave mine alone. That's 365 days. In one year, you can mind your own business. But pride, try to get into everybody's business, but it's so um, That's why shame comes. That's why shame comes. That's why destruction comes. Let's look at that verse one more time. When pride cometh. Notice it says when it comes. It wasn't there before. It wasn't there before. When pride cometh, then come shame. Once pride visits you, you got to be careful about who you have in your house because they'll drop off their spirit of pride and arrogancy. You got to be careful who you socialize with because they'll have you picking up their crazy spirits. You heard, Have you ever heard a scripture that says wine is a mock It mocks the person that's drinking it because they start acting crazy after a while and mocks them. Pride. That's don't happen. He got to come, and he has to be accepted. When we accept pride, it damages whatever's around us. You, you got to really look at this. Uh, these are spirits that's operating. These are spirits that's trying to tear us down. These are spirits that's trying to bring us love. But we have to accept that. We have to be willing to accept that in order for it to really work on us. That's why the scripture says with the lowliest wisdom. We know how to move out. You got to learn how to see what's around you. You got to learn how to understand what's around you. You got to learn how to see who's who because everybody's not your friend. Everybody's not for you. Everybody's not going to work in your behalf. You have to see facts as facts and truth as truth. Let's move on. Let's go now to Proverbs 16 and 18. Proverbs 16 and 18. Let's look at what that verse has to say. Listen to this. Remember I told you pride is just before shame? Well, let's move on. Let's talk a little bit about pride. Listen to this. Pride goeth before destruction and a haughty spirit before fall. Pride go before destruction. Isn't that something? Pride walks before destruction. Pride leads you into destruction. Pride leads you into the destroyer. Many people follow the spirit of pride and lost their lives, lost their homes, have their families turn away from them. I'm serious. I used to do street services. And in the street services in Manhattan, <coughs> we used to meet all type of people. I've met doctors, lawyers, former millionaires, executives, all kind of people have got wrapped up in pride and lost everything. Sometimes I'll be just marvel at some of these people. How could these people in these positions in life be living on the street, homeless, glad to hear the gospel, cry? Their head got puffed up. They got so lift up in what they were doing so they forgot about everybody else and then destruction came. One man talked about how he got wrapped up in, uh, in some, some some crazy investment, lost everything. Pride. Pride is a mocker. it does something to you. It's a manipulator. That's why it says, before pride cometh, pride has to visit you. Pride has to knock on your door. It's just like this. That's pride, it knocks on your door. It just don't happen. It just don't pop up. You have to knock on your door. It has to knock on your door, and you, me, and everybody else have to answer, because the Bible says before pride Coming. Think about shame. That pride has brought on, I'm serious, pride has brought shame on millions. I, I was reading a story today about archaeologists, and I was reading about One particular archaeologist, I can't remember his name, back in the, I think the 40s, I think it was. Well, this man was smart at what he did. But what he didn't do was the right thing. Pride got in the way. Instead of taking his time to evacuate the place, he rushed in, and when he rushed in, with his evacuated and everything, they destroyed every Mm -hmm. single artifact in there, artifact destroyed everything because he moved with haste. Everything that he spent years working on and trying to find and he found it because of his hasty spirit. He rushed in there because those things are very delicate. They may have been there thousands of years or hundreds of years but he was the hasty, hasty spirit rushed in there and everything was destroyed. So they was talking about uh, um and in fact I was watched a movie about this about the first emperor of um, uh well the first emperor in China. They said that um, I seen a movie about it, but I didn't know if it was real, but it's real. They said that they didn't want to do the same thing as other archaeologists did. They said we don't want to rush in there because we we may not lose, lose all every all the artifacts. We may lose everything by us rushing in there. But we got to take our time and think which is the best route to go. Pride isn't at play, dear. Wisdom is. Wisdom is at play. They want to know how to enter into this place without destroying everything and damaging themselves. But pride said, let's do it right now. Rush in there. We got what to take. Let's just rush in there. Oh, the other colleges just rushed in there and destroyed everything. All the years of studying and researching, trying to find a place, went down the drain. That's, That's what pride do. Pride is always, just like the scripture say, before destruction. It brings you or whatever you're working on down. It crushes it. It manipulates it. It destroys it. It eats it up. That's pride. That's how pride works. Pride is a manipulator. It's a destroyer. It's really interesting because when you look at these different types of stories, archaeologists and stuff, and you see the things that they did and how they destroyed things, could I cry? I'm so and so. I'm Professor Tonson, so I could do this. I know what I'm doing. And made a mess. and lost everything. And he could never, ever replace any of the artifacts because they were destroyed. They have some kind of gas on them or stuff because they've been there so long that builds up. And you open up the place the wrong way and poof. That's right. Pride works in ministries where the pastor will never listen to nobody. Nobody, he won't listen to no counsel. He won't listen, I know everything. Nobody can't tell me nothing. Pride is that work and it's gonna bring him down. Pride, no leader, I'll say this again, no pastor, no prophet, no president, no king knows everything. None of us know everything. We're learning. We learn things and we know things. We may have the best teaching and the best scholars, but we still don't know everything. You ever heard a person say, I- I'm still learning about my body? They don't know everything about their body. Man, you have scientists, you have doctors, they study the human body, and they still learn things about the human body. They gave us a chart about uh, 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 a food chart that we should follow. Then they say, no, that's a food chart we really should follow. That's because more study, and they found out, oh, you should really do that. Did you know they used to talk about milk? You need to drink milk because it builds your bones and all this other stuff. And then it was a big thing, a uh, big thing they had, I think, and they're talking about saying, well, you know what milk is, is like? messing up the cow. Milk is messing up people's bodies. We never know everything. We're constantly learning. We're constantly searching out information, but with pride, pride teaches us I know everything and yet nobody can tell me nothing, I know it all. I know everything. I build websites for a living. I don't know everything. I know there's some people that know more than I ever know. I learn some all the time. In fact, I went to college and took a course on computers. This is a oh, 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 website web design. This is funny. The prof the professor did not know something about uh, 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 the web uh, dealing with websites. I don't know why she didn't know. She knew everything else. So I actually took my time and showed her what she needed to know. But I learned later you never correct the professor. I <sighs> oh my goodness. Um, I got a I got a B. I think a B minus or something like that. I didn't get I, I wasn't getting no away because I corrected her. Whatever the grade I got, it sure wasn't an a Because I corrected her. Though my wife was telling me, no, you don't correct those guys. <laughs> I didn't know. I thought I was doing something big. <laughs> I thought I was I thought I was doing something big showing her what she didn't know. But the truth isn't life. I don't care who you are. Don't let pride mock you make a fool out of you that you can learn something else in your field. You can learn something else in your field. You can grow more. That's God's plan. He wants us to grow more. He wants us to progress more. He wants us to move forward in him more. Look at this scripture one more time. Oh, the Bible fell on the floor. <laughs> Traveling sometimes is fun. You got to search for stuff. Okay, let's look. Let's move on. I them flipped on the floor. Okay, let's go to first Timothy chapter three. Okay, 1st Timothy chapter three and verse 18. Look at this verse, look at this verse. Listen to what it says. Oh, excuse me, 1st Timothy chapter three, verse six of okay. Verse six, verse six. Okay, 1st Timothy chapter three, verse six says. But not enough is least being filled up, lifted up with pride he fall into the condemnation of the devil. Listen to this verse, listen to this verse one more time. Not a novice, least being filled up with pride, he fall into the condemnation of the devil. Not a novice. not a dummy. I can let like you know more than you do. Not a novice, pretending to know more than you do deceiving your own self, then you fall into the condemnation of the devil because you have got caught up in pride. You're trying to invest, you know what, when you go to work. If you do your job, you've done what you were supposed to do. Then, if you've done your job, you could do a little more, if the boss offers you to do a little more. But you first gotta do what's required of you. A novice goes to a job, meaning they just started a the job. They can't do what you do, because you already know how to do all this stuff. You've been there. A novice just came and don't know nothing. But yet, some of them try to impress their supervisors, their managers' wives, so they can move faster, but they don't know nothing. This is the thing about pride. It looks for an individual that's willing to embrace it. A novice that don't know will quicker embrace it than reject it because it brings about them a little prestige until it's exposed. This is why the scripture talk about falling into the condemnation of the devil, because it's very easy. This is why you got, again, another way years, I've always heard of pastors make a, uh, make a statement about some of these guys got saved yesterday and they opened the churches tomorrow. Well, it's true. Online now, since the pandemic outbreak, I've seen so many uh, online ministries start and hear some of the things these preachers saying, and none of it's in the Bible. I've heard them say some things I can't even repeat. And I'm like, that's not, where do they find it? That's because they know this. They just feel like they uh, they can preach and they just start they just start online services whether they damage people in themselves or not they don't care about that they're novice and they're not spiritually educated they're spiritually blind but they gonna, they're gonna do it anyway they don't care the thing about pride it doesn't regard anything. The thing about God, pride, it doesn't regard what God says. The thing about pride, it doesn't accept this instruction. It doesn't accept being told it's wrong. That's pride. Pride is never going to accept I'm wrong until you're shame. Oh my goodness. Pride is before destruction, pride is before shame. It's just amazing. People would rather go down that route. Then go down a humble route. No, no, nobody's gonna see me. I don't want people to see me. I want The Bible says, be sure your sins will find you out. They're gonna find you out, they're gonna rat on you, they're gonna tell on you. Your sin will tell on you. That's why the Bible makes it plain that shame, that pride is before shame, pride is before destruction. It's waiting for you. And it's also, the sin, the devil is a condemnation. Pride has a lot to offer and none of it's good. None of it offers eternal life. None of it offers eternal glory. None of it offers eternal rewards. None of it offers anything that you want from God. Pride is a mind, it's like a wine that mocks you. It takes control and have you doing all kinds of crazy things. That's that's pride. That's what us look at this verse again. Not a novice, least being lifted up with pride, he fall into the condemnation of the devil. Listen to that. The novice being what? Lifted up in pride. Because you gotta look at this. Think about this. When you get lifted up your head swells. When you get lifted up, you feel better than others. When you get lifted up, you start thinking you're better than others. When you get lifted up, you start acting like you're better than people. These are all the different things that pride have you doing. These are all the things that they have you doing. They'll even have you start spending money you don't have. That's how pride works. It's a mocker. it's a manipulator. That's why the scriptures talk about the novice falling into the condemnation of the devil because he don't know no better. He don't know no better, so he following on, whatever, blah, 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 blah. He following on and then there's destruction waiting for him because he don't know no better. But I want to tell you something about not knowing no better. In this day and age we live today, nobody's without excuse. You could go online. You got, like I tell people, you got smart watches, smart glasses, tablets, laptop, desktop. Oh, uh, you? I got you got the works. There's no reason for nobody not to know about God because the word is all over the place. The Bible said, Heaven and earth shall pass away, but my word will stand forever. God's word is already settled in heaven. It's already all over the earth. The earth is full of God's glory, so there's no way you're not going to know. You can find out, but pride will keep you from seeking out God. Pride will keep you from seeking out facts. Pride will keep you from seeking out the truth. Pride in the end will bring you down. You, you really got to look at pride and what it is. It's not a friend. Pride has never been nobody's friend. Pride has always been what it is, a mock-up. I ever right, let's see, Batman's Joker. The Joker have you laughing, but he'll kill you, too. That's the difference. The Joker have you laughing, but he'll kill you, too. That's how pride is. Pride have you fall on it, and then it just brings you down and destroy you. And then pride will let you know, well, you followed me. You invited me and you let me in. So now I'm going to do what I want to do. That's how pride works. That's how the devil works. That's exactly how the devil works. He works to bring down and pull down whatever he can because he don't like man. I keep telling people that. I don't know why people won't accept that fact. The devil doesn't like you. He never has and he never will. He never liked you and he never will because he lost out and you could gain eternal life. He can't. You can obtain eternal life, but he cannot obtain eternal life because he's eternally doomed. People think that God made hell for a man, but the Bible didn't say that. God never made hell for man. God never sent people to hell. They send themselves there because they follow the devil and his foolishness. God never then intended man to go to hell. To him. Oh, we are in hell anyway. No, we're not. No, we're not. People was like, this is hell. No, it's not. It's cold outside. No, it's not. It's not out here. It's January here. It's cold outside. Yesterday, I was at the train station in Atlanta. We were freezing. I thought I was back in New York. I was freezing. I'm like, where's the what? Where's the sun? Hey, Mr. Sun, where are you? We need you. It sounds funny, but it's true. I'm like, we're back in New York. 30, 40 degrees out here. My but the thing here is listen to this about pride. Pride have you down in the ground. That's why you see you, you, you would really seriously take a, a, a toll and go and, and go on the streets and talk to them. So a lot of the people that live on the street. You're going to find that these were some educated people. These were people that had businesses and pastors, and all kinds of stuff, but they let pride control them. They let pride run their life. To it brought them down. That's why the Bible says pride is before shame. When pride comes, believe me, shame is behind and destruction is right there. Matter of fact, Pride goes before destruction. Notice it said before pride come and then come to shame. Then come shame. And then Mr. Pride jumps in front of the spirit of destruction. Or you could get caught up in it. So let's look at that verse one more time. Not an oven least being filled, lifted up with pride, he fall into the condemnation of the devil. That's really about choice. That's really about choice of what a person wants to do if they wanna let pride truly manipulate them and bring them down. We all in life have to learn how to live for God. Uh, The same thing with a job. You have to have somebody train you how to do your job so you can be effective in your job. You don't go to the job the first day, tell them, oh, prideful, yeah, I already know what to do. I used to do this on my old job, and yet on this job, it's done different. You can't let pride deceive you. You can't let pride ride you like a piggyback. Let's move on. Let's go to Psalms 31 and 20. Psalms 31 and 20. You cannot let, lie, let a pride lies ruin your life. Psalms 31 and 20 says, listen to this. Thou shall hide them in the secret of thy presence from the pride of man. Thou shalt keep them secretly in a pavilion from the strife of tongues. Let me read it again. Thou shalt hide them in the secret of of thy presence from the pride of man. Thou shalt keep them secretly in a pavilion from the strife of tongues. This is what we need. We need God to hide us. We used to sing a song, in the word of God, I have a hiding place. In the word of God, I have a hiding place. God wants to hide us in a secret place in him, in the secret of his pavilion. Why? Because he wants to hide us from pride, the pride of man. What is the pride of man? Having have better than everybody else. Having the best of this, having the best of that. You can live this life without having the best of everything, and you can live this life having the best of everything, but pride can't be included. You can have the biggest house, which you probably don't need. You got have the biggest car, biggest car, fanciest car, Mercedes, or uh, uh, Lexus, or uh, 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 Maserati, uh, uh Mack, whatever you want. But make sure pride isn't the essence. I heard a story about a, a, a wealthy man. He was in this restaurant having a dinner, and this young man, quite figured out who he was, and came up to him and said, excuse me. He said, yes. He said, yeah, brother, what, what are you doing in this restaurant? He said, because I'm on here. He said, but, 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 but why are you eating a $50 steak when you could be having a $500 steak? Now, the man said to him, I want this $50 steak. Why do I have to spend $500 on a steak that I could get for 50? So he said, but I don't see no limousine outside. What he seen was some old beat up car that the man had? He said, why do I have to spend my money to impress people that don't have no money? Why do I have to go buy a brand new car, an expensive car to impress people that don't have no money? Do that make sense? Well, guess what? to people that pride it does, I personally know an individual that bought a vehicle that he can't afford. I'm waiting for them to come repossess it. He can't afford it. That's a fact. He don't even have a job. That's a fact. But listen to this. Pride makes us do foolish things. Pride makes us try to impress people. Pride makes us try to impress women. Uh, women try to impress men, and they ain't got nothing. A man will go out of his way to impress a woman, and he got money, and he got this, and he got that. And then at the end of the day, after the woman gets to know him, the man ain't got a dime. He barely got a job. This is where wisdom come in. The Bible said wisdom is a principal thing. It's something you have to have in your life. You could detour the spirit of pride through wisdom from God. Many people walk around the day pulling their head down in shame and embarrassment for the foolish things they've done. You don't have to live like that. You can allow the wisdom of God to help you do what you're supposed to do, meet the needs you're supposed to be, be where you're supposed to be, and do what you're supposed to do. But pride. Pride brings about shame, destruction, and condemnation from the devil. Check this out. I mentioned condemnation from the devil, right? Well, he's the one that sent you pride. He's not your friend. He's never been your friend, and he never will be your friend. People need to understand the devil is not your friend. He's not your buddy. He is your adversary. He doesn't like you, and he never will. He never has. He doesn't like God. We need to understand that God does not change. He said, I am the Lord thy God that changeeth not. I was holy yesterday and I'm a holy today and I'm going to be holy when you're dead God. gone. Simple message but true fact. Pride will destroy you. Pride will mock you to the very end. Pride will bring you down. If there's anybody that's watching this broadcast don't know the Lord is your personal savior today. Now is your time to give your life to the Lord. Mm-hmm. Many of y'all watch this broadcast listen to the podcast. But I want you to know you really do need to get saved. You really do need to allow God to deliver you so you can truly obtain eternal life. Not just religiously. Uh-uh, listen to the broadcast. Another broadcast that you listen to, you've got to get your life in line with God's word. God said, Lord, i you always to the end of the age, but you got to be in that position to be living I'm going to be with you. Now you're heading to repeat after me. Those of you who want to get saved, repeat after me. Lord Jesus, I ask you to forgive me of all my sins. I ask you to come into my heart, to be my Lord and my personal Savior. I thank you for saving me. I thank you for coming into my life today. In Jesus' name, amen. Now let me pray for your Father in Jesus' name. As you touch every liberal soul today, oh God, that's here. here with me and those that are watching this broadcast and listening to it. I thank you for touching them in Jesus' name. Amen. Now listen, Wednesday night, 8.15, we have Bible study. I want to see you here with us. I want you to enjoy the Lord and grow with us. In Jesus' name, until Wednesday, I'll see you later. God bless you.